So Isaac, you've been in a great space so far. You've been working with some amazing shows on both Disney and other networks. And now you are venturing out to another, I guess, another another pocket of the entertainment industry. Can you tell us about what have you been doing and what's it like? Yes, sir. Um, well, I've really been focused on my music for the most part. Um, I dropped the EP July 12th. It's called What I'm On and Be Creative in My Own Space. And I've kind of control over my own uh, energy. It's been really nice and it's been really great to be able to perform and, and talk to my audience. So, so what can we expect from this, from your um, your, your latest project, from, this, from your music project? Well, I definitely say I was finding my sound during the process of OEP. So you hear me experimenting with uh, rap, with singing, a lot of love records. Yes, sir. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, and I came to L.A. The, I went to L.A. for the first time when I was around four or five. And then I would go back and forth all the way up until I was like 11. And then I was in L.A. for most of the year. I would come back to Detroit for maybe four months out the year. So do you feel like Detroit, Michigan, uh, and the influence of sound and Motown and the whole energy of the city, have you embraced that now? Or did that play a big part in your uh, decision to start to do music as well? Definitely. Motown was the Motown, Mike, Stevie, all the greats. Those definitely are heavy influences on me. But um, if you listen to the EP, I definitely use some terms that people from the West Coast or further coast may not recognize. So um, that's from the time I spent in Detroit, just uh, conversing with different people that live here. I know a lot of people don't say what up though. I didn't, I did I thought that was a, a thing, but it's apparently just a Midwest East Coast thing. So um, uh, definitely you can tell, hear my influence from it. Well, you know, the funniest thing is, uh, is um, I'm originally from Detroit too. So I, I went to Golali Educational Center, and then I went to Persian and King High School. And then in the summertime, I, I went to Cranberry Kings with Upper Bound Program. Very well versed with Detroit. <laughs> so that's cool. So awesome. What's your favorite track on this um, EP? It didn't used to be, but On Me is like a lot of my peers, a lot of my friends, they be telling me they like that record. But my favorite record to both sing and my favorite record to perform is Feel Like from the, from the EP. It's the it's the title record. Well, it's not the title record is what I'm on, but. The first record on the EP is called Feel Like, so that's my favorite. And what inspired that song? And I'ma be a unique, so let me hold you. I'm trying to think about what I say in it. We take control of you. Uh, basically, just um having a having a good time. Who was one of your favorite producers on this actual album that you worked with, and why? This this EP was I've been holding on to a lot of this music for a really long time, and now I have like newer stuff that I'm ready to come out with too. But K Young has always been uh a, a such a dope person to work with. He was a vocal producer on on that, and A Rock and uh, and Adrian engineered, um, or Jordan River engineered it. But um, Hollywood and C Minor, they were some dope people. Yeah, I like I like a tight knit circle. When I find people I work well with, I like to stick with them, experiment a little bit, branch out, come back to where I know everything is is cool at though. So great to see you grow up, seeing you on because you're you're one of the main characters on a lot of great Disney shows. But one of our favorites was Raven. Um, how, what was it like working with, uh, yeah, Raven Simone and, was, and, and working on that show? Because you, you, you grew up on that show pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty much. I started when I was eleven, and now I'm seventeen. Um, it's man, it's been so much fun, and I love everybody over there. And Ray, um, she's like a big sister to me. Uh, she's she's taught me so much, even about performing. Like, um, she used to tour back in the day. And she told me like one of the most important things on stage is spacing. Because, like, it's not about how you perform. It's about how the audience perceives your show. So if they're looking at you and you out of sync with your dancers, that look kind of weird. So it's just been such an experience. And, you know, 
all of those people like my family. So when you first went to Detroit, that was like one of your first gigs, right? Yeah. Um. So the first time I, I well, I was around. I never moved to L.A. fully. I always, my mom, well, my dad always stayed back and my sisters were always here. So I always had a house and a home back in Detroit. Um, but I want to say I was like six. I think it was before I did America's Got Talent. I had a performance at this place called Metro U Day. I'm actually performing in Chicago this or I'm in Chicago right now. How many songs are you going to do the entire EP? You're going to do a few songs or? I'm going to do at least five or six. Cool. Right, right. You want to you lose their interest. So yeah. tell us about, tell, um, tell us about your philanthropy efforts. Why can literacy foundation? Well, um, funny thing, speaking of the, um, the Skating to Your City tour, we are actually using uh, all the profits we're making from the Skating to Your City tour to sponsor um, the backpack giveaway that the ICANN Foundation is sort of sponsoring and co-hosting with, along with uh, a few other uh, vendors in Detroit. But, um, you know, I just noticed when I was going to school in Detroit, and I only went to like around third grade, but while I was there, a lot of kids weren't reading. And, you know, a few years ago, I don't know if, if this statistic has changed now or however it is, but I think only 7% of kids in Detroit public schools were reading at an average level or above. And then 43% of the Detroit population is like technically illiterate around to the point like they can't read as like average level. And so that's not, um, you know, knowledge is power. And I, and I feel like it's very important to inspire our kids to read and how better way to do that than to put some books in the backpacks and, you know, uh, and, and let the kids know. So with this program, are they, are, um, do they tutor kids on certain days of the week or are they just providing them with books and materials to actual read? Um, yeah. You can yeah. So this, well, this is the ICANN Foundation, first year ever doing anything like that. So uh, hopefully we can grow into tutoring and, uh, you know, reading and giving away things like that on the regular. But for our first go around, we just we just uh, giving backpacks and books and, and putting on a part. Trying to celebrate literacy in our community. Nice. Because I noticed you said uh, so you guys, you also announced an annual backpack drive. Yes, sir. And that's a, that's a part of the whole process. That's a part of the ICANN Literacy Foundation, correct? Yes, sir. With this drive, can you explain to us how you give these books to certain to certain kids? Or do they sign up for this program somewhere? Will you will you? Um, yeah. And then what exactly does it entail? Well, there's a um there's a link in my Instagram bio where you can go and you can sign up to to get your backpacks and books and things. And I'll um I'll try to to send you this uh I'll try to link whenever available. But uh the backpack giveaway it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna be eating food. There's gonna be ice cream trucks. There's gonna be a train there for the kids. Uh, I'm going to be performing once or twice. I don't know how many times, but it's going to be. Hopefully, my, my cousin Jalen's going to come. We're going to have a couple uh, special guest celebrity appearances. Um, you know, nothing nothing too crazy. We're not going to be shoving books down the kids' throats, but we want to <laughs> we want to uh, let the kids know, you know, it's good to read. We're inspiring kids, and we want to throw a party before everybody go back to school. And um, what kind of books are going to be in there? Comic books or it's going to be like little... Uh... Like, you know, for me, back in my day, I, I was reading Garfield books. <laughs> so. um, I think we're separating. So when you sign up, I think uh, we're getting books according to the age. So the younger you are, you know, you're going to get your Cat in the Hat, Dr. Seuss, those types of books, and some paperbacks, something like that. And I think that, yeah, yeah, once you register uh, and, you, and we figure out what age range it is, then we dictate who gets what books that, that makes sense. We don't want a 17-year-old reading, you know, Green Eggs and Ham. We also found out one of your role models was Chadwick Bossman from um, 
Black Panther. Can you tell us about your relationship with that with that amazing human being? Yeah, I never actually never met Chad. I I wish I would have, man. I, there's so much I would have asked him. I would have I would love to have a single conversation with him. He's an amazing person. I mean, all the all, everything he's done for the for black culture, uh, playing the first black king in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, it's good to see that our people need to see that we are royalty and we should be treated that way. So, I mean, Black Panther, as great as a movie as it was, it meant so much to our culture. So I'll always be appreciative to check. All right. And then you've done some voiceover work as well um, as Gus Porter on Disney Channel's Owl House and Chloe's Bubby Guppies. How was that like when you're uh, in the studio? Are you in the studio with another actor or is you, are you in the studio just delivering your own lines? And what's the biggest difference between that and doing an actual scene with somebody in real time in the, in the flesh? Well, I've done, I've done, um, you know, two people sessions more. Um, I've done it, I've done it a few times, but I'm, I'm what we call a, a speedy, speedy Gonzalez. So I work faster by myself, definitely when I'm in the, the voice of, so usually people need something to act off of, but if they pre-record and I can hear what they do, and if we have to have a conversation and it's like that, then okay, I'll, I'll listen to it. And, but I don't necessarily need another person in the studio with me um, when voice acting, but I mean, it's fun when there is more than one person there because it does get a little lonely by yourself. But I would definitely say compared to normal acting, it's a whole nother world. Cause it's like, Number one, you're you're isolated, and they at least they used to have a voiceover coach in the studio with you. Now it's all over Zoom because of COVID precautions and stuff like that. So now you're in there by yourself. The engineer is another room with plexiglass and everything, so you can't really see or talk to anyone. You really by yourself in the zone. So it, um, you know, you got to dig a little deeper to pull out that performance. It's it's fun. I love doing voice. Nice. So, is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you want to touch on? Or you want to elaborate about? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I pretty much everything. I'm gonna be at the Fleetwood Skating Skating Rink this Sunday. So if you're watching this and you're from Chicago and you're trying to come, trying to come show some love and, and see your boy perform, I'm gonna be there this Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, the Backpack Drive is August 28th. So if you're in Detroit, make sure y'all go check it out. And are there any words of encouragement or advice you offer another young person like yourself trying to break into the business? Yeah, um, and Nick Cannon said this to me when I was six and a half years old. Perseverance is very important. Just keep pushing, keep going. Uh, even when it feels like everyone's telling you no, when it feels like it's not meant for you or when you feel like you've hit a dry spell, uh, just just keep pushing, keep going. And Well, thank you so much, Isaac, for stopping by and speaking with us. We love your work, your inspo, your inspo to all. And as a fellow Detroiter, I'm super happy and proud of you. 